0: Sometimes it feels good to go back and rectify a little bit of what I'm going to say is, is
1: dropping the ball. <laughs> dropping the ball, a missed opportunity. Yeah. Or just, I, I don't know. I, there's a few things you could call it, really. Sure. Sure. Laziness you, on our end. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? Are we, are we talking about big picture or the podcast here? Uh, well, I'm talking about the podcast. Oh, okay, okay, okay,
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about, like, you know. Me too. Me going too. back and, and finding, you know, <laughs> what are the new releases? What are the movies that people went, went, woo, about this year that, yeah. we, you know, that we didn't, we never even really acknowledged. You know, it's not just like we didn't review them. We do, you know, it's that we didn't even put out a statement saying like, hey, you know, we know that, The Barbie movie is essentially its own religion now, but we're just, we don't have time or, you know, like, it's just, do you know what I mean? It feels like, you know, it's just good. It's good to be circling back and finding, and it almost like it's, it's a little bittersweet because it, it, it kind of feels like no matter what we do, we're still like, unless we did all four vote options, we're still not really scratching the itch.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean. Like e- four is not enough. Like four no, well, is just no. scratching the surf.
0: No, and then the fact that we're only doing one of the four mm-hmm. is even less of the surface it, that it's we're just scratching. Like you know, who even
1: like the the amount of surface being scratched by this episode is very limited. Well, is what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Tip Hello of the and welcome. Welcome to the Movie Man Podcast. I am Peter, and my iceberg friend is Brady, and we are here today for, like, it's not even just the best, or it's not even to say, hey, we're here to review the Mario movie, per se, although that's what we're here to do, but yeah, like Brady alluded to, we're, we're kind of doing a best of 2023 vote, or, you know... Movies that we didn't get to, that were new releases, that were big and noteworthy for different reasons, and um, yeah, as always, we let people vote and tell us what to do. We love people telling us what to do, and Mario came out on top. Sure did. Yeah. Let's, as usual, go through the voting options. Okay. Okay. Twitch.
0: Three three massive films, three massive films, and then one that did well, And but like, I don't think ever, like, didn't stand a chance, right? Was just kind of there, out, out of pity for, mm. and, and the necessity to have a, th- <laughs> a third slot. Just <laughs> kind of, because let's face it, the creator was never going to win.
1: So, let's get there when we... There's a lot to break down with that one. Okay. Let's, let's right. get there. All right. So, in fourth place was Oppenheimer. Which surprised the hell out of me.
0: I'm not surprised it didn't win. Yep. Yeah. I'm not surprised it didn't win. In fact, I was surprised a little bit with the vote results. It Like, mm-hmm. in general, I was surprised with what did win. I'm surprised a little bit Mm -hmm. about what we're sitting down to talk about. Sure, Um, yeah. But I was surprised that
1: Oppenheimer
0: was in dead last.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, of the four, you know, of our four options, three of them were the top grossing films of the year so far. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Oppenheimer came in last. I... Would have been intrigued to break it down a little bit. I've alluded to this on the show before. Because because it didn't win, I'm assuming you haven't seen it.
0: I have not. No,
1: yeah, not yet. I, what I would say in a nutshell is I think it, I've come to appreciate it more. I saw it in the summer and then I watched it more recently. And I think as a fault... I think it's two films trying to do, you know, two. It's one film trying to do two different things. It's trying to do like a character study and studying someone's like ethical dilemma. Mm. And then it also combines kind of a courtroom drama. And both things are really cool and really neat if done well. And I would have preferred those two things being in two separate movies because if it had just been a character study about someone's moral dilemma, especially about, like, the atomic bomb, like, that was a laugh for me. So Mm. it could have been incredibly, like, it could have been probably a 9 out of 10 for me, but because it was trying to do too much, it's still good. I still appreciate a lot of things. I think it's probably my favorite Cillian Murphy film, and it's probably my best Christopher Nolan film. But at the same time, I've also kind of had a... uh, um, renaissance or re- rethinking of Christopher Nolan going yeah it's probably my favorite Christopher Nolan film but i also realize none of his films are perfect they all have a right. bit of a glass ceiling and so i'm not saying it, but Oppenheimer definitely is his uh you know cherry on the cake but the other films of his aren't perfect by any means
0: right so yeah so your favorite your favorite Christopher Nolan film but that mm. doesn't necessarily mean what it used to once mean
1: you, sometimes you can really just hit the nail on the head of like <laughs> communicating. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Sure. Okay. Um, so next in line was, oh, and I guess shout out to Robert Downey Jr. because he did really do a good performance in that film. And mm. I mean, yes, it was a good performance, but also like the MCU, it's another project that's keeping him from giving me another Sherlock Holmes. So I mean, sure. Right. Or a follow-up to Doolittle. Yeah. No, good Gosh, just, no. no. you know, great film, great film in third place was creator. Mm -hmm. So, So definitely like of the four that we picked, this was the outlier in that. Yeah. Like it didn't even crack the top 10 gross, like highest grossing. The other three options were top three, right?
0: This thing was punching out of its weight class.
1: So what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just say one thing about it and then I'm gonna turn it over to you because this was your vote option. I have to say, when I started seeing trailers for it at its time of release, I literally went shrug. Who cares? Not that it's not known, not that like it's not a big blockbuster, just it it didn't seem that enticing to me. Like it maybe seemed a bit forced, maybe just not you know. Kind of like a neat premise, but I didn't think it was going to deliver. And I haven't. No one's come up and told me, "Yeah, it's a ten out of ten. Oh, it's great. It's amazing." But I have heard from people who've seen it that it was interesting, and there was maybe more to chew on than I ever gave it credit for. So I was intrigued to see this on the list. Why did you put it on this list, Brady?
0: Um. Well, I needed. I needed a fourth <laughs> contractually. I mean, I, that's a big part of it, right? So it it, it was the mm. last one. It was the last one to get entered. Sure. And it was down between a couple, and I didn't feel strongly convicted about any of them.
1: Mm, mm, mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I will say that this was like the creator. I haven't seen it, but I want okay. to. Yeah. Um, and it is. It's a film that, on paper, Mm. the synopsis for it. uh, Yeah, I'm okay. Great, right? Sure. Uh, Just like another sci-fi, you know. Whether it's the um, was it After Earth or whatever, like the Will Smith and Jaden Smith one. Is that what that was called? Do you know what I mean? Like, it just feels like in the last ten years, like every year there's one or two. (sighs) <sighs> trying to be the next Star Wars, but it's a, a sci-fi thing with a big cast that kind of just flies under the radar and nobody ends up seeing it or they mm. see it and they don't like it type of thing. That's yep. what this seems like to me on paper. Oh, okay. Yeah. But when I yeah. watch the trailers, I go, oh, "There's, but there's something there. Right. Hmm. Again, not that I think that this is, you know, I'm going to watch it and go, this is an instant classic. I'm not going to start evangelizing about the movie, The Creator. <laughs> um, but I do think that maybe this, you know, this is an interesting take. And it 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 kind of feels like it touches on some of the same notes that AI touches on.
1: Hmm. Oh, right. like a the, Steven, Steven the Steven
0: Spielberg, right? Daily Joel Osment kind of, sure. you know, sure. like w- w- what does it mean to be human? And and do you know what I like? Kind of blurs yeah. that line a yeah. little bit, yeah. And so and and so that intrigues me. But that, I mean, that's you know, this really kind of like I'd thrown some other potential ideas around for what, and they were like. And they were they were interesting options in their own right, but I also knew that they were even bigger throwaway options right. based on right. the other films that were already in the category. Fast right. so, Fast
1: X wasn't gonna win.
0: No, well, <laughs> I was and I was never gonna do Fast X until we start our. Fast and the Furious series, which has been pushed back because now in January we're doing Paranormal Activity, so it's just like it it, I, it it just we weren't we weren't there we weren't at that you know we weren't ready for that. But no, I mean I I,
1: I where where we live geographically, mm. sports gambling has become more legalized and like the apps have blown up for it. It's become a whole industry. But I right. feel like the Movie Men podcast could get in on some of that action. And I feel like one of our first leveraged like, bets would be, what's more likely? Fast and Furious, series Review, or Paranormal Activity? Because I feel like it's right hand in hand.
0: I f- Well, I know what I would rather we do. Paranormal. But I also know what I think is more likely to do. <laughs> okay. So... I think we're more likely to do paranormal activity because we've already sort right. of had discussions about it and right. you've been a soft yes, a hard mm-hmm. maybe. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like in the uh, middle, but also kind of teetering to... I'm like maybe? dipping
1: my toe in. I'm saying no, but I'm like, oh, ah,
0: maybe. Right. But having said that, I think as far as like cultural relevance right. and... And you know, us being able to just like sit down, it, it, it and like really, you know, mm-hmm. either have you be surprised by and or us just rip into <laughs> a film. Yeah. I think the Fast and the Furious franchise makes way more sense and is probably actually a franchise that cause here's my thought. Listen. Either way we, we need to find a franchise because we we've just wrapped up or or we're kind of yeah. at a standstill with we are mission impossible till the new one comes out.
1: Uh, yeah. And we, we are.
0: need we need a franchise that we can use that we can adapt and use a scoring system for. <laughs> right? Like it, like it, the categories. And I think Fast and Furious, you know, maybe I I I also just find it fascinating that it's 2023 and you're an individual who has not seen any of them, right? I've like, seen
1: the first, just number okay. one.
0: Okay, you've seen the first one.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so so, but still, that 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 that's all you've seen paints it as a really intriguing franchise for mm. us to you know. Mm-hmm. We'll 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 talk. You know, but we'll let talk. us send us emails. Send us emails. <laughs> um, I can't hear what I was saying. How did uh, we get on this? we well, were, we're talking just about, talking about
1: creator, and you know, it we're just... talking about
0: creator. Oh no, yeah. So I was just saying, like, you know, some of the other, some of the other ones that I was, you know, maybe potentially looking at. Like, yeah, there was like, you know, haunting in Venice was like maybe a potential, and mm. um, I, I don't even, I can't even remember now there was a couple there was like some weird yeah like the odd horror one right the nun to the pope's exorcist <laughs> um poo but blood and honey which i still think we do need to circle back to at some point because we made such a big deal out of the fact that there was a winnie the pooh horror film coming um but Kinda there were all things all about that yeah but there were all things that like even though i knew that the creator wasn't going to win Against mm-hmm. the likes of Barbie and Super Mario Brothers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I knew that these other options were even more of a pointless throwaway. So right. I wanted yeah. to try to get as close to in the same weight class as I could.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Uh, in second place, we did have Barbie. Yeah. Um, ha- have you seen? This is the big surprise to me. <laughs> uh, have you seen? I have
0: not. No, it's also on the. So I've got. I've got three or four movies mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are on the the constant oh we're gonna watch a movie tonight mm-hmm. is it going to be one of these four finally that i have sitting here waiting like let's watch these right um right. but then also it's like well but we should probably watch a christmas movie because <laughs> it's that time and those are uh oppenheimer oh, okay yeah Yep. Yeah. barbie yep yeah. the creator
1: mm-hmm. and killers of the flower moon Ah uh, yes 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 right. So those I'm surprised are, you want to watch that. Just because I know you're not the biggest Scorsese.
0: Well, you advocate. know, it's just it's it's not cinema, is what? Yeah. The, no, I, I, <laughs> I no, it, I don't, I don't dislike Scorsese, and I yeah. and I don't dislike Leo. Um, yeah. I think what's drawing me into it is that it looks like it's one of the like I like historically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, even if it's just loosely historically accurate Mm -hmm. and i don't and i don't know i would imagine because it's scorsese they've probably tried to go pretty accurate with it um but i i like stuff like that i like movies that are a good watch but a hard watch Hmm and I am I, like, I, you know, I, I get a lot of opportunities to work with alongside and build relationships with like first nations people. Mm. And so it's, it's sort of a topic that's near and dear to me. Sure. Um, and so, yeah, so that's something which again will make it much harder, probably much harder for me to watch. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's, that one's definitely on my list.
1: So yeah, Barbie, I, I have seen it. Um I thought it was more art of the Barbenheimer. I thought it was the, more the artistic superior film to Oppenheimer. I just didn't appreciate which um, is shocking. I guess it's is, it's a weird statement. It's a know? weird statement, but but and on the other hand, maybe we shouldn't have been surprised because it's a Greta Gerwig film, right? Like, sure. A lot of people did chalk it up like, oh, it's Ryan Gauss. Like, oh, it's, you know, what's her name? And it's going to just be silly, blah, blah, blah. And to a degree, like, it plays into those tropes and fun things. But it really does cut deep. Um, mm. Essentially, I just, I am a sucker for character studies. So if yep. it had been more in the tone of a character study of Barbie, I think I would have liked it a lot more. But instead, it was more of like a film about social commentary. and it's I think not a political piece. It's a political piece. And I heard the funniest thing I heard it th- to describe it is the Barbie movie was more politically charged than a movie about the man who invented the atomic bomb. Yeah. But yeah, see? Uh, I do not just to be clear, I do not have a problem with the commentary of Barbie, not in the least. It does actually raise some really interesting questions about our perceptions mm. of women and what Hollywood and, and the, the, the society at the time basically were communicating and all that kind of jazz no problem with the message. Just, I like character studies more than social commentaries. Sure. Yeah. But the and winner. I think I agree.
0: Yeah. I like, if yeah. we're, if we, you know, I'm not crazy about political. It's, it's so funny. I like my movies to be character studies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Walk the line, stuff like that. And I like my music to be political. Hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Right, Interesting. and and part of that is like I like punk rock and and yeah. stuff like that. So I like when it's you know right. when a song's got something to say versus you know yeah. just being yeah like some love ballad. <laughs>
1: but the winner, the mm. winner was Mario.
0: Yeah the um the the 1990s Bob Bob Hopkins and uh, whoever else that <laughs> other guy was Mario. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's no, the one I was not, supposed to
1: watch, right? No. No. Oh. <laughs> I, Uh-oh. No. I remember at one point we that that film was an option for a voting when we were going back in the 90s. oh 1993, yeah. And it, it did not win, thank the heavens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Uh, jeez. Yeah. No, I mean I I still think it would have
1: been it's a, a fun thing to rip on. Right. I think it'd but, be fun to do the a comparison for sure. I'm not mm. I'm not a big enough Mario Brothers fan that I'm not sure if I would ever watch that one to do the comparison, well, but I think I, it'd be interesting. I don't
0: I don't think there's any correlation between the 1993 Super Mario Bros movie and and being a fan of Super Mario, Bros. like <laughs> it's not it's not like well you know the true fans watch the 1993 one, like it is. It's pretty far detached right. from anything Super Mario Bros. So right, right, yeah. All right, well, uh, let's kick this off. I guess yeah. you want to do this. Let's do it. All right. So initial impressions. Okay. Um. Okay, so I'm I. Uh, I'm also not a massive Super Mario Bros. fan. Like, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I like Super Mario Bros., right? It's fun. Mm-hmm. Anything, anytime I get a chance to, you know, someone's like, oh, let's play Mario Kart or whatever. Great. Mm. But there's always at least one or two playable characters in Super Mario Kart that I don't... Re- is from something that I don't recognize.
1: Mm, right?
0: Yep. Something I haven't played. Um. I owned... I had... On like you know, back in my day, <laughs> I had the the NES cartridge that had Super Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt on the same cartridge. Oh man! Right, and I played a lot of that, and so that is that is the core that game there where it starts, where this whole franchise kind of starts. And yeah, I know he was Jumpman and and King, um donkey kong and stuff like that before that but but where the actual super mario bros thing starts that is the lion's share of my super mario exposure hmm. right because that's that's up until uh the super mario br- new super mario bros or whatever it was for the wii mm. those those are the only two mario games i've ever owned oh wow I've never owned Mario Kart. I've played it at other people's places. I've never yep. owned Mario Party, although I love Mario Mario Party. Anytime someone's like, hey, you want to play Mario Party? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, I haven't played much of Super Mario Bros. 2, 3, or World. Mm. Right? I didn't have a Super Nintendo. I didn't have an N64. I never had a GameCube. Right? So there's a, there's a whole... There's a whole kind of Super Mario Bros. generation. I've never played Galaxy. I've played a bunch of at, like, friends' houses. I have played Mario 64, which Mm -hmm. was, like, the big deal. It was all of a sudden it was, like, a 3D third person. Oh, jeez. Right? You'd, like, jump through the paintings and go to the worlds and stuff like that. I wasn't any good at it. Sure. But I've played that. Yeah. So, all that being said, there are... A lot of references in this movie that I know go over my head. Mm. There are a lot of references I still catch because I have picked up this Super Mario Bros knowledge through Osmosis. But but there's a lot of things that I don't I don't pick up on how cute and special and and you know whatever that is. So my initial impression, that was just sorry, I just wanted to give a little bit of backstory on you know what my credentials are here and they're not great and they're not great. Um, my initial impressions is I think this is stylistically really good. Right. So I, I think it, it's got a great color palette, great art direction. It looks and feels like the super Mario brothers universe. Um, even though some references in Easter eggs are probably lost on me, I do recognize that it's chocked full of them, and those are cute, fun, great little moments. Almost all of the voice casting or voice acting is on point. I think from a story standpoint, I think this is a really weak film. Okay. I think there's some big issues in in the story. Hmm. Um, and I think it's a film that really, really rides on the coattails. I think it's, it's really coasting on those, that cute imagery and the little Easter eggs and references and winks and nudges at the audience going, uh, uh, right? So but but i think there's i think there are some some big misses and um so it's it's fun and i'm glad that i've seen it when the second one comes out i'll certainly watch it but i i don't know that i ever need to watch this again and that's that's my initial impression
1: yeah so I will mirror your you know we got to establish what our background is I was in the same like I didn't grow up with any Nintendo gaming systems but I definitely played uh, my fair share um, you know at friends houses or what have you sure I think I think the most I played was honestly like in more recent years like with like teenage adult friends was like the Wii the Mario Kart Wii sure um, Which but, I, I mean, don't know that like Mario Kart gives you
0: a very limited Mario universe now because there's no sh- story
1: right. or like lore no, no, no. that's going on. Like it's a very just, yeah, you're, you're yeah. racing around and that's it. Yeah. Um, but I, I had an awareness just because it's so, it was such a cultural uh, phenomena and um, I, I guess my point is I don't to identify it with like a, a, you know, the real go hard, die hard fans. So, um My initial impression are I think it was light and fun. Yeah. Um, I definitely, it was something that I watched with the kids. So that was kind of a fun aspect. I thought visually it was very solid. I think some of the, the like it, it never got janky for me, whether they were swimming in water, jumping on lava, you know, like it visually was a very pleasing film to watch. For me, you know, I didn't play video games, so if they they could have just chalked it up with nostalgia stuff and it would have gone over my head. For me, the 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 nostalgia and the references were there, they're present, but it didn't go beyond that. Like it didn't become boring or or redundant or just over the top. So what I would say is is it a good film? No. No, <laughs> oh like, like, in, no, in that, like, okay, is this Oscar bait? Is this going to be a ten out of ten for me? Is it even like a personal favorite? No, hmm. is it? Is it perfect? No, but it's exactly what I wanted to get out of it. Okay. I, I put it on and I had realistic expectations of you know what this will be a light, fun cartoon. And that's exactly what it was for me. So as not no Mario Brothers gamer. You know, I am also not the biggest animated film fan. Like we like Pixar, we like other things, but you know, like I'm not a child, you know? Um, I thought, I, didn't, I don't mean that in a rude way, but you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm yeah. not into anime or whatever, like insert blank. But it's exactly what I wanted it to me. It was cute. It was fun. Visually, the animations were cool. So- Honestly, my expectations were you know realistic for what it was should be, and I, I'm not going to line up to see the second one. Like I think maybe that was my fill. Right. I, I don't. You know, it's not that the type of thing that's won me over. Going, I'm excited to see another one. I can't wait to see another one. I, I'm on the fence about seeing another one. It, for me, it would be a one and done. But I really, I really got a kick out of it. I really did. Right. And it is amazing <clears throat> how lucrative this is i mean oh the when money you look how made. when you when you look how far it's come when the 30 years ago we had the other rendition that not only did poorly but you know it veered did, Nintendo away from ever making a film for a long time to being the second highest grossing film, and this wasn't a weak year. It was the second highest grossing film in Barbenheimer, a Fast and Furious movie, an MCU release uh, across the spot. You know, like there were some real heavyweights here: a Mission Impossible movie, like a lot of things, and it still grossed the second most in a year. So it was well received. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, before we go further, I I forgot to do this when we started reviewing Super Mario Brothers. We do got to give a shout out to Jasmine, Angela, and Axel because they, in their voting, they said if this wins, you got to give the cool kids a shout out. And that's what we're here for. (laughs) All right. We can wrap up now. If if we're not here to give cool kids a shout out, then what are we doing? Yeah.
0: Listen, I. I. It is seldom because, I, like I'll admit, it, this is something that Carl and I were talking about um, the other day on on our news show. I'm I'm not I'm not historically a big animation guy, right? There are some exceptions to that, right? I I think the first Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs movie is golden. Um, I. I think there's a couple others that I like, right? Like the first Despicable Me movie, sure, great. Um, you know, now I'm struggling to to think of others. I I, uh, I enjoyed the Lorax, right? But it, I'm, sure. I'm not a mass. I'm not a massive animation guy. No. Um, but I I think that where I had higher hopes for this film was or or were my expectations? because you said this you know, you went in and this was exactly what you expected. What you expected is what you got, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That it was light, it was fun. It was pretty shallow in terms of oh of, yeah, you know how you know heartfelt or really moving it was as a film. but that's what you expected out of it, so you were fine. I did look at it going, well, you know, this is Illumination, okay? So, these are the people who gave us Despicable Me. These are the people who gave us the Lorax. These are the people who, you know, despite my grievances, they gave us the Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch movie, which, (laughs) although I don't think it's – the, although I think of the three Grinch iterations that we've gotten in
1: film, it is the bottom of those three – it is uh, a footnote uh, with an asterisk next to that. Emily Apter and I both disagree, but which is fine. Yeah,
0: which is fine. Which is um, fine. Which but, is fine. But I still acknowledge that it's packed full of heart and yeah, yeah, yeah make yeah. you smile and make you you know what. I, I think the Lorax is inferior to the nineteen seventies or whatever it was, like the the first animated Lorax that was done. Mm. But I still think that the Illumination Lorax is cute and fun and whatever else. And so I think I think I expected a little bit more just on the front that it was it was illumination. Right? Mm. It would be it would be no different than if like if if it was announced that Pixar was doing the Super Mario Bros movie. Right. You would expect something from it. You would expect more than just cutesy fartsy you know like whatever you would expect okay this is going to maybe it's going to ask some tough questions maybe Mm. it's going to you know really move me by the end of it Hmm. my big issue with this film let's get the let's get the uglies out of the way yeah 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 is that this film has got some pretty great build-up right it's got a fun intro fun like fun well I guess I mean I guess the opening is Bowser showing up and them taking out the penguins and stuff like that <laughs> um but then you know once once the title screens over or whatever and we get the you know Mario and Luigi in their real world struggling with their their plumbing business like I loved all of that I thought that that was I thought that was really great especially mm. when you have, and I'm going to entirely forget his name, but the cameo of, oh, what is his name? The, uh, the, 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 um, the guy that voices Mario in the games. Oh gosh. Right. He shows up there at one point. He's in like the diner. Oh, uh,
1: okay. And yeah. It says
0: like, mama mia or whatever. Um, <laughs> and so you know so i loved all that i thought that was i thought that was really great it was cute it was fun it was on point Mm -hmm. um i think there's a fun build-up right i think that you know there's this film takes you on a little bit of a journey and an adventure and it it it, you learn about this world that they're in and then you know you get to go to like the donkey kong stuff and that was kind of cool although also seemed like a a a fairly large section for a movie that's not a Donkey Kong movie, but that's fine. Um, And then, you know, there's this big looming threat, which is Bowser and all of the Koopas. And it's kind of like they ran out of time to actually have a boss fight. Hmm. Right? Like the whole thing just ends up becoming like, oh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And then they get the superstar or whatever it's called. And and then and game over. Right? And and then they're able to just win. And so it just kind of like it just I just felt cheated, I think. Hmm. Right, I felt like there was a good buildup. I felt like I was going to get this big showdown between Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Bowser. Mm-hmm. And there is no showdown. Hmm. Right? They did Mario and Luigi juice themselves and then <laughs> and then save the day. <laughs> and so it just—I that was, that was my big issue. Yeah, my my second big issue is something we'll get into when we start talking about the voice casting because I oh, think okay. they all, I think they almost did a great job with this.
1: Okay, okay. But, I I I would say if we're we're getting the bad apples out of the way here, I do agree that like okay maybe. You know, like some animated movies, there's some really underlying, you know, character question or character, you know, audience question that makes us go, hmm, you know, that's interesting, you know, not that it's going to be, you know, some Schindler's List, like, mind-blowing, you know, know, metaphorical or um, ethical thing, like, this is what it is, it's a Mario movie, but there's something that what makes the audience yeah like question makes us question something or learn something or do something and so i'd I'd argue yeah maybe there was a bit of something missing there i feel like maybe we almost kind of got that but for me it was just weird so I, there was there was something about the whole you know the 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 theme of like i you know i'm always with luigi or we're, we're inseparable we're, we're great together mm-hmm. and blah 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 but the fact that like they were not together at all for the majority of the movie and you know yeah, someone could argue up. maybe maybe that's to you know it, it lets us show how how much they miss each other and mean each other or like the, how off they were without being with each other or they needed Mario needed to do some things without uh, you know his brother to to grow himself and then rescue him like sure I guess but I just found it weird. To have that main theme established so early, and then they spend very little screen time together, and it not only just doesn't, it's just not as rich of a character story when then that's not the case, you you know. You don't have them being together, relying on each other. Maybe they have a bit of a spout with each other. And then that's when they learn, gee, you know, without my brother, you know, I, I'm stronger with him or, you know, something. All these opportunities you you forfeit when the majority of the movie they're apart. And um, especially well, when took, Luigi's they just. The,
0: they took the Stranger Things season two approach. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> you know, let's right. just, just split everyone up and.
1: and they'll all just have their own little (laughs) movies happening so yeah you know i i just thought the fact that you put one of your main characters in a cage for 90 percent of the movie and the fact that you don't put them together for the majority of the movie that was a bit of a problem for me and i think it's a fun could be a more fun movie or more character rich movie if that's done differently
0: yeah yeah okay all right can we talk about voice casting Please. So this is how I think the board meeting, the pitch should have gone. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Strap in. I'm going to take you on a little I, journey here.
1: I've got the cast
0: list with me, so. so. This is how it should have gone down, right? So you got your big exec there. You got your person calling the shots. And, you got, and then then you've got the idea guy. Right. Mm -hmm. The guy that's like coming with the pitch, going, All right, this is what I think we could do. And then, and then the boss man is sitting there and he's, he's writing the names down and he's approving them or he's disapproving them or he's whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think the way this should have gone is, you know, the guy comes in and he goes, All right, all right, all right. So, first of all, I I like I know Mario is the big deal we got to figure out who Mario is but I'm thinking Jack Black for Bowser right and we'll get he'll do like a, a deep gravelly voice and it'll be great and I think I think he could add some levity to it and the boss man says that's an amazing idea great yes absolutely call Jack see if we can get Jack it's going to go great perfect and then they say all right Luigi we're going to get Charlie Day and the boss man goes, I love it. I love it. In fact, you're promoted because that is a fantastic idea. I think he'll do a great job. We've got this. Let's do it. When the guy says, Mario. I know, but Mario's the big one. Now, now bear with me. It's going to seem like a strange choice, but I'm thinking Chris Pratt. And the boss man goes, huh? And and the guy says, no, 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 listen, listen. We, we do Chris Pratt. We get him to do, not like a full, we don't get him to do the, the, the like, the, uh, it's a me. Because th- that'll get old after an hour and a half. So we don't, <laughs> like, we don't lean into it all the way. We just kind of get them to do, yeah, we do like a little bit of like a Queens kind of, or the Bronx, Brooklyn kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Just, ah, you know what? I didn't see it before, but now I see it. I think that's a great idea. Call Chris Pratt, see if he can do it. Great. Now, Toad. All right. I'm
1: which, thinking, which is a side note. I do Michael think it's Keith. fun. No, Hold on. Just as a side note. I do think it's fun that they do lean into... That kind of Queens, you know, New York, Italian family, Palmer family character elements. Yeah. Like, I did think that was yeah. kind of fun.
0: Yep, absolutely. I, and I agree. Yeah. And I, it was the right approach. And at the, no point during the film was I upset by the fact that it wasn't the, Ooh, it's right. a me. Like, you know, right. I, that, no. that didn't bother me. And I would have gotten sick of it after an hour and a half. So, it, it worked oh, great. Oh, yeah. Then they say Keegan Michael Key will play Toad. He's going to do a high pitched voice. I've heard him do Mm. it before on like a you know (laughs) it's a recording of him in the shower, and he can do it. And it's going to be great. And and I think that's that's I think Keegan Michael Key's our Toad. And the guy goes, yeah, great. This is this is awesome. This whole thing's (laughs) coming together. And Mm. it says, all right, now. Peach now, Peach is a big deal. We got to get a name that's hot. We got to get a name that people recognize. We got to get a name that that you know is talented and will be able to pull this off. So we're thinking Anya Taylor Joy, and the guy goes, "Yes, I, this is man. We are going to make billions with this movie. This is fantastic."
1: All right, now and, I'm and, and thinking, at the executive table, they're going, "Yeah, exactly." The leading act- actress from which that is yep. our that is our Princess <laughs> yeah, Peach. Yeah, exactly. Well, from other things too. I right, know. Right, Shout lots, out to Mar- which. Shout witch out to and Marshall and the Soho. Witch.
0: Those are those are you know that's your children film right there. Uh, <laughs> but, and same with and the then, Witch. Got to shout out, Marshall. Yeah, and then and then they say, you know what? We're thinking that we we we're, we're also going to bring in a full like we're going to bring in the Donkey Kong family here. So we'll need you know we'll need Cranky Kong. And we get Fred Armisen, and the guy goes, oh, interesting. I wouldn't have considered like like Saturday Night Live and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Let's get Fred Armisen. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I assume I assume that will probably work out great. I, I I don't I don't really have an opinion either way on that. So let's get Fred Armisen. That sounds great. Well, what about Diddy? Well, you know, we're not actually going to really include Diddy. Diddy will just sit in the crowd and and you know make some monkey noises at some point. And it's like, oh. Uh, okay. Okay, you're losing me a little bit, but I you know, I'm here. I'm all your other ideas have been great, so I'm 100% with you. Uh, what about Donkey Kong? Wow, well, I'm so glad you asked because for Donkey Kong, I'm thinking we get Seth Rogen and we get him to just do the Seth Rogen voice. Get out, you're fired. <laughs> you're fired. Get out. <laughs> the biggest blunder of this film what? in really? my opinion. Mm-hmm. is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, just doing Seth mm-hmm. Rogen's voice. And I'm sorry, mm-hmm. listen, I don't mean to throw shade at anyone here.
1: Mm-hmm, hmm hmm hmm
0: I'm not a big Seth Rogen fan. Sure. Right? He just popped up in the odd thing where I thought, you know what, that fits you really well. I think he did a great job as Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. But... But I, I I'm I'm he's not one of the actors that I'm a big fan of. I don't find him particularly funny. Hmm. Um his laugh makes me want to stab my own eyes out. <laughs> but but that's not again, and I don't that's just a personal preference. That's not, you know, other people <laughs> find that laugh endearing, you know, whatever. Um but Seth Rogan didn't even try. Everybody else in this film puts on a voice, gets into the role. Seth Rogen just did his voice. Hmm. And, and this Carl can, Carl can speak more to this, too, because Carl really, 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 really hated Seth Rogen in this role. Not just from a how was he in this role, but how was he around the, like, promotion of this movie hmm. and there were events there was like interviews and events and premieres and stuff that like the full cast showed up to right and like jack black could be in a full like donkey kong or donkey kong a full bowser costume and you know chris pratt would be wearing like the a mario tie and like er- everyone was into it except seth rogan hmm. right like just didn't didn't care just phoned this performance in and didn't show pride in the fact that he was a part of this team and a part of, you know, making this beloved property come to life. And I just, I, to me, I hated every second that Seth Rogen was on screen as Donkey Kong. And I'm not, and I'm not like, I've, I've played Donkey Kong country, right? Like, I, but I'm not, again, I'm not like a, I'm not here to tell you. Ah, you know, I'm not the world's biggest Super Mario fan, but ho oh, oh, ho, Donkey Kong. No, I like I. I'm not. I don't really have a horse in this race. Except hmm. it just sucked. It just I, really sucked to have zero yeah. effort put in from a voice acting standpoint.
1: I'm not going to argue with you. You know, I'm not a big Seth Rogen fan to begin with. I, you know, I guess in the. I guess to me, it didn't stand out in a negative way too much because it was a peripheral character i know donkey kong is a big character but like he's not you know he's not mario he's not the main character so i guess it wasn't problematic enough for me i wouldn't have been heartbroken if they had picked someone else so i'm not gonna get on here and say nope seth Rogen was the right choice i don't know if there's ever i would ever say that for any film you know he's just not my favorite actor but um yeah, I, I I guess I can hear what you're saying and mm-hmm. uh it wasn't a problem for me, but I wasn't an ad ab- I didn't love him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's I mean that's a major I mean you've got like John DiMaggio plays Uncle Arthur and stuff, but those are yeah those are just kind of throwaway yeah. kind of things. And then yes, Charles um mm. plays um both Mario's dad and mm. Giuseppe, who's the guy in the diner, <sighs> right? And that is Charles Martinet. Is Mart Mar- Martinet? Yeah, uh, is the guy that a lot of people were upset was not playing Super Mario was not playing mm. Mario because he has been the voice of Mario just about as far back as as it goes. Sure.
1: Yeah. So. Overall though, you're happy with the casting. Just not the not the, not the big problem that you had with the one.
0: Overall, I had no issues. Yeah. yeah. Overall, yeah. overall I thought it was great. I thought again, and, and the big the big question for a lot of people was, you know, when that when we first saw that that initial trailer, mm-hmm. the teaser trailer, and we first heard Chris Pratt's voice. Hmm. Many of us were like, uh, that's not right. <laughs> right? Like, that's, uh, huh. And, and and it is one of those things, right? Like, because it's, it's the Super Mario Brothers movie, if you mm-hmm. didn't get the voice of Mario
1: right, then your movie fails. Like, that, For- that's a big deal. Well, it's true for yeah, all animated films, right? You you Sure.
0: Gotta get the right voice. So uh but but I think I think Chris Pratt did a great job. Um Yeah, oh yeah. You yeah. know, and so it did, that's just kinda that's just kinda my opinion. I'm sure there's some people who still, you know, didn't like it or
1: whatever. But it's it's I thought definitely he did a great an interesting job. example of just Chris Pratt, you know, in the ten year arc that he's had, you know. Ten years ago, if you had said, "Hey, Chris Pratt," you know, uh, an iconic movie star emphasis on like the actual thing that means star when you reference a movie star, you know, you'd be like the Parks and Rec guy, like what? But yeah. you know, he he's come through big character in the MCU. He's done some other projects. He's done commercial success like this. He's done more emotional roles. So you know, is he the well? Best he did actor? the Lego Movie. He did. Oh, right. that's true. He's, he's the, done other he's the animated main films. That's in the Lego true. movie. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, this isn't his first real big animated uh, film. And, but
0: And the, the Lego movie was another one of those examples of a film that I think this movie could have taken a couple of cues from. Right. Because mm-hmm. when they first announced, hey, we're going to do a Lego movie. First one, yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone was like, uh, "Like about what? Like what? how? Yeah. How two dimensional of a film <laughs> idea could you possibly come up with?" And then it ended up not only having a lot of heart, but had this like deep story and and mm. deep sort of moral lesson about you know learning to hold on to your and reconnect with your childhood. Mm. And not be a staunchy uptight <sighs> parent, right? Let your kid play with your Lego was kind of, was kind of the the whole thing. But it it you know it was a film that managed to carry a lot of really really good heart in mm. in in a premise that otherwise had no no right doing so. Um, And so Mm -hmm. I think that was, I was expecting a little more of that quality from this film. And it just, it just wasn't there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Can we talk about the soundtrack? We can because it's amazing. Uh, Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. I think I'm just a little shocked that I get the retro aspect of it because, you know, it's a retro game. Yeah, it's it's a kickback game, kickback character. But at the same time, like a lot of the music was more 80s vibes, which again, there's not a problem with me, but it just seemed a bit random. Like, I don't, again, because of the whole Chris Pratt aspect, Guardians of the Galaxy aspect, it did seem a bit like Guardians of the Galaxy-esque, you know, let's let's get people who will just get like a retro trip on this music intrigued in listening to this, you know, get them into the movie kind of thing. And of note, I did think it was funny, like the closing scene of the movie, that song is literally used in the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. It is, yeah. And I thought
0: that that was a little On the weird. Yeah, 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 just like a little odd that, you know, that that would be, mm-hmm. you know, what they went with. I think as far as the rest of it goes, though, I mean... You know, Super Mario Bros. came out in 1985, mm. and so it is. And and although once Mario goes through the, it's it's kind of weird because you know the real world in this film is is clearly not set in the 80s, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of eighties it it's not set in the eighties but it is right because it is you know the vehicles and stuff like that are more modern than the eighties and and the tvs and the tech and the and the whatever so it's not the eighties however you know that like the gaming console that mario has sitting in his bedroom is a NES. With the cartridges sitting there, right? Hmm. So, so I think that they, I think that they were leaning into like even though once Mario gets to the Mushroom Kingdom, it's all like it's influences from all areas of Mario. Mm. I think that they were leaning into the '80s nostalgia of it all um going like you know this is a property from the 80s right this is you know even the tv commercial that they release looks like it was filmed on (laughs) on old you know tapes and like Mm. so i so yeah that didn't bother me um like as far mm. as the actual secular music went, but I think the actual orchestral or like the score for this film, all of the times that they've taken that, um, the iconic Mario music and sort of like interwove it together and, you know, spice it up a little bit. Cause it's, it's a film score and stuff like, I thought that was all incredible. I I mm. really enjoyed
1: those moments. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I did I didn't mind the music. I just was a little thrown off and I thought it was a little weird uh or a little surprising, but yeah, the moments with it were fun. It was well done and uh yeah, surprising, but but I am a I'm a sucker for 80s music, so no no overall problems. Mhm.
0: So it does definitely seem like a sequel is coming, right? Like we don't have an official announcement. No. But, but a, the film made one point three billion. <sighs> yep. So I don't know you, know make
1: you need another. It. I don't one. know. I don't know if you need a B after that A.
0: Right. <laughs> right. Right. So 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 you make another one, um, and then also you have obviously the post credit scene. Mm, Which is mm-hmm, in the, the 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 sewers that they you know first end up going through the portal into the Mushroom Kingdom, and obviously sitting there is an egg that hatches, and you hear you don't see, but you hear Yoshi. Mm. And so obviously there's plans to make more, but you don't you don't think you'd uh, you don't think you'd you'd go, eh? You
1: don't think don't you'd go th- see another one. I don't think so. I, you know, I think when this movie ended, you know, I was a little thrown off. Like, you see them and I guess that they're in this alternative world. Like, they're not running their plumbing business. They're not necessarily, like, just living their all their entire life in Brooklyn anymore. And so... I again, I think I was just trying to read into it a bit too much. I'm like, what does this mean? Does this mean anything? And I think it doesn't. Like, I think a, it maybe just is leading into yeah, we could have a sequel if we wanted to, or or b, you know, I I shouldn't be reading into it because it's not the type of movie that had some underlying message of you know, you know, like like we kind of alluded to some of these uh, cartoon movies can have some underlying message of the characters learning a lesson and doing something else um you know don't read into it too much it's not that it's like you know oh they've learned something about their lives and they need to live in this alternate life to be happy or to be their true selves or something like that just don't read into it it's just a fun ending and it's potentially leading up to a sequel so yeah i don't i i'm not excited to see a second one i'm not saying i won't but i'm not uh i'm not counting down the days i'm not uh it's not uh it's not in the same category of National Treasure Three or 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 Sherlock Holmes Three or right, yeah, something like that. Two yeah. films that we'll probably never get, but I mean, please, 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 don't be true. Please, but you might be right. Please,
0: just give us a National Treasure Three. Oh like, man, I just oh oh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, you know, all in all, it's a good movie. I mean, you said mm. it's not a good movie. I,
1: I think it's good. I, I said I, it's not a great, superb movie, but I said it okay. was. It's good for what it is.
0: I, I think it, it probably. St- I mean, it made one point three, so it, 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 it definitely accomplished what it set out to accomplish. Um, but I think. I think despite my criticisms, you know, I think it could have had a stronger third act for sure. Mm. Um, But despite my criticisms, you know, I think they they did a really great job on touching on a lot of nostalgia for people, creating a a movie that was fun for younger audiences that are more familiar with things like Super Mario Maker and, Mm. you know, whatever the newer... Mario, like, the, the games that kids are playing on Nintendo Switch and stuff like that. Whatever whatever those kids are playing these days. Yeah, those young whippersnappers with their virtual headshots. Back in my and, day, know.
1: I just put it here.
0: Yeah. Um, but, but also having a film that scratched an itch for older audiences, right? Audiences mm. that maybe haven't played a mario game in 20 years there was still something here for them um and so i think that was i think that was fun and yeah there's so many so many places they could go with a sequel right like you you, they never touched on but have now just set up the yoshi thing right like you don't see yoshi at all and that's that's a pretty big thing um there's like correct me if i'm wrong but I'm pretty sure we only see Peach, right? Like we don't see Daisy, we don't see mm-hmm. any of the others. So there's like there's so many other characters and and places that they can go um and things that they can do. And uh, and yeah, and I'm I'm sure I'm 100% certain that they will. Right? Mm-hmm. Even if they just do a spin-off like Luigi's Haunted Mansion movie or something. Although it does right. already kind of feel like they sort of touched on that, kind mm-hmm. of right? Because like Luigi they ends do. up in a mansion, yeah, and it's like, oh okay. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, it, there was a couple of things that I was like, oh, you could really go somewhere with this in the future, but you also decided to already just cover it super briefly, <laughs> right? And, like, it seems like it dispels the possibility of, you know, deep diving into that later on. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. So. Yeah.
1: Are you ready to
0: score this, sir? Yeah, let's do it. All right. On a scale of 0 to 10, where would you rank? How would you rank Mm -hmm. uh, Super Mario Bros.?
1: I gave it a 6. I'm feeling generous. You know, it's a little over the halfway point. It's not high enough to be, you know, good or great or superb, but um, it's definitely, I got a kick out of watching it with my family. I had a realistic, realistic expectations and therefore I had a, a happy outcome and, um, you know, I'm not excited. I'm not biting to get a sequel, but there's worse films that have come out that have set up for a sequel so you know i'm not going to be upset or irate if a sequel comes out and um i definitely see where the the uh financial success comes from you know if i was more sentimental sentimental about this i would eat it all up you know like i can get where the super fans and and the casual fans alike are just biting biting everything this has to offer so Mm -hmm. six six out of ten what did you give it I'm assuming uh, d- whatever you gave would have an additional two if uh, Seth Rogen was if in it. Seth Rogen wasn't a part of this. Yeah, I mean, maybe.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I give it a six point five, so a little, a little bit higher than you. Um, but, you know, I think it's, I think it's a great movie to sit down and watch with your family. Um, you know, it's, it's non offensive. It's fun but i also don't feel like they really shot for the shop for the stars mm. right like it wasn't it they didn't set out to and maybe they did and they failed horribly um but, but it you know it it doesn't feel like the type of movie that is there to really blow anybody away
1: mhm mhm mhm
0: you know and yeah. and and it didn't so yeah yeah yeah
1: what'd you watch this week sir i watched a couple different things uh, let me get out the old Peru and i will take a look i watched a what year did it come out a 1991 film that we almost reviewed when we did our 1991 review uh, i watched father of the bride Starring wow. St- Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, Martin Short, uh, K- Kiryan Culkin, uh, a few other somewhat notable faces, but obviously the, uh, I guess it's a comedy drama. I guess that'd be the best way to describe it. But an oldest daughter's wedding approaches and a father finds finds himself reluctant to let go. And you know, there's some things in it that I, <coughs> part of me, held up that I laughed at. There's some things that I was like, yeah, I don't know if that's funny to me anymore of who I am, or or maybe it's age twelve. But it it's got a good mix of heartwarming and heartbreaking, and and realistic, you know, human emotions and 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 feelings and all that kind of stuff. So to me, it, it's it's still rock solid. It holds up. Steve Martin's great. Martin Short's great. You know, all this crew is great. And um, whether no matter you know if this is your type of movie and it, it it really just still slaps it really it really makes you laugh and it really makes you feel and um, it's a solid film. Mm. The other movie I watched was not as solid, clearly uh, by my score. I watched the 2004 King Arthur movie starring Clive Owen, Keira Knightley. Mads Mickelson, who I like, Joel Edgerton, um and Stellan Skarsgard. The the famous Skarsgard.
0: <coughs> Pardon me. I mean
1: I think I think all the, of the I think they're all famous. It's Skarsgård's true. are pretty famous, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I gave this a four out of ten. I was not pleased with it. Jeez. I had seen it maybe ten or so years ago, maybe fifteen, if I'm really wanting to feel old. And I remembered it being more epic and more, you know, landing on what it's trying to deliver. And it was very tacky. A lot of its, you know, visuals, like cinematography choices and and visuals were very choppy and like very not smooth and some of the acting was very over the top. Some of the plot was just very, you know, some of the character interactions were just very random and, and just kind of slopped together. So I I, it, I, I mean, I don't need to say what it's about. You know, it's, it's about a, a different spin on the legend of King Arthur, maybe different than a lot of the, the, the tales. So it has to me, it you know, I guess that'd be an opportunity to really stand out and be different, but it, uh, it really just fell into that category of corny mid-2000s action-y, you know, historically quote unquote based or 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 setting in historically based times. and um, yeah, it didn't age well. both is just how it was written, how it was delivered, and some of the acting. Um, I, I It's not an overstatement. It's not Mad's Mickelson's my favorite Mad's Mickelson film. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. That's brutal. It is. What's also brutal about Mads Mickelson is in, in our geographical region, there was recently um, one of those events where there's like a live orchestra and they play the soundtrack to a movie while the movie plays on like a 4k big, you know, theater screen. And it was a bit of a weekend event where they were doing both Casino Royale and Skyfall And it just, I physically just didn't work out that I could go, but man, that would have been a time for me, specifically Casino Royale. I know you like Skyfall more of the two, but for me, Casino Royale would have been the chef's kiss. But Okay. We we shall now be not called the Movie Men podcast, but the Movie Men talking about things we missed podcast. (laughs) What did you watch this week? Um... I watched
0: three things. Okay. I watched uh Office Christmas Party, which is like a Oh is Jason that what Bateman, this... Jennifer Sorry. Aniston.
1: Continue. Yeah. Well no, what were you gonna say? Well, is that the one with the screenshot of the train? That is. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it was you were so for those listening, um, occasionally when Pete and I are, are watching a movie um that is not for the podcast we will screenshot a portion or you know an, an image from the movie and send it to the other person to see if they can guess what it is mhm mhm and um and sometimes i i try to go real obscure with it real niche yeah real just like you know, you know you look at this all day but you're not going to
1: figure it out it's like the back alley of like gone with the wind or something like yeah
0: just... and 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 that's that's what this week's was yeah. <laughs> it was like something something i knew you weren't going to get mm-hmm. um you know is what it is i feel no shame <laughs> feel no shame at all um yeah Jennifer Aniston, Jason Bateman, um Kate McKinnon um uh TJ Miller um who am I there's I feel like there's a big name that I'm missing but hmm. some like a, a big name comedy big 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 yeah yep and um yeah I like it I think it's funny I think it's fun I think it it manages to pack a surprising amount of heart into it sure um needless to say was not Brian's cup of tea sure right I I I don't think she I don't think she actively disliked it. Mm. Um, well,
1: I just think it didn't do anything for her. Didn't, yeah, didn't turn the crank. Yeah. Um. And I, th- I will just say, I, I've seen it twice, and I remember really liking it more the first time. I don't remember. I think I was just a bit more lukewarm on the second time. But there's one specific line, and I'm going to botch it because I haven't seen it. But it's where that side character, like they, they ask what he his background of education was in post secondary studies, and he's like, "Yeah, I did something something with like a with a minor in Drake studies or something." Like it's oh de- yeah 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 yeah. I, I'm botching it, but it was a line that I literally laughed out loud. Being yep. Canadian and being you know Drake.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um. Then watched another Christmas movie called. A Boy Called Christmas. Never heard of it. I think it came out in like 2000... So either 2021 or 2022. Hmm. It's on Netflix. Okay. And I recommend it. Oh, A Boy Called Christmas. A Boy Called Christmas. Now, it, not everyone's cup of tea, I guess, right? Like, it, Sure. It, it's true of all film. Um, again, I think... I don't think it was everything Brianne hoped it would be. Mm. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Sure. And all I will tell you th- because I, I feel like it's all I need to tell you <laughs> in order to spark your curiosity and make you go, yeah, okay. Um I'm 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 thinking about watching this. Mm-hmm. Is uh it's got Maggie Smith in it. Like the
1: harry potter maggie smith
0: like M- professor mcgonagall wendy from hook like maggie
1: smith like the the lady from downton secret abbey garden the yeah, secret, secret garden. garden and all right. of the all of the above like the lady from charlie's angels
0: um i if you have a director's cut that that i don't have then then quite possibly yeah but Maggie Smith's in it, and it is just a, it, it's a Christmas adventure okay. Okay. Um, about the origins of Christmas, about the origins mm. of Santa, and it is pretty fantasy, and I would say from a stylistic and, and like, CGI standpoint... On par with, like, the Chronicles of Narnia movies. Hmm. Okay. Has that kind of feel to it. Yeah. Kind of feels like you're living in that world a little bit. Sure. So, highly recommend. Highly Ooh. recommend it. Yeah, I had a, a lot of fun A Boy Called
1: with it. Christmas.
0: A Boy Called Christmas. It's based off based off a book. Like a mm. children's book. So, which I didn't know until after I watched it. Right. Yeah, and because otherwise I wouldn't have watched it. But um no, it it, it <laughs> it's good though. It's it's really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh and uh and yeah, highly recommend. Uh cool. and then the third and final thing that I watched and buckle up. Because well,
1: I'm, I'm currently driving in a car, so done. I
0: do, I don't so you're buckled anyways cuz, you know, yeah. safety first. Yeah. And I don't like historically I don't always give You know, sometimes I'm just like, well, I watch this and I watch this and I watch this, right? You're more inclined to give a little bit of a synopsis or a little bit of a report on what you thought. Well, and I know that I've done so for the last two. And so, Mm -hmm. obviously, there's no pressure for me to do it for this third one. However, once I tell you what it is, I feel like the heavens would cry out if I didn't say, and this is what I thought. Mm, Okay. I watched the Taylor Swift Eras concert. Oh. Movie.
1: Yeah. Okay. And 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 I mean
0: I think it was exciting. Mm. From a she created a spectacle on stage. Sure. Um and I can see that you know it's it's got it's got great production value, sure um it really does right like it's it's whoever has done the sound mixing mm. and and the cinematography on it and stuff like that like it it's it's well done in that regard, very well done sure um there are some choices that were made from a production standpoint that I don't think have anything to do with Taylor Swift Mm -hmm. that I question. Okay. One being, I mean, you're Taylor Swift in a massive stadium that is so sold out that there are people, you know how like you go to a big concert and, and it's in an arena and the stage is on the ground at the very far end. And then they have like, I don't know, like 15, 15 or 20% of the stadium, those seats are blocked off because you you can't see the mm-hmm. stage, right? Yep. All of those seats are sold. And there's screens in behind the stage so that you can see what's going on on the other side mm-hmm. of the stage, right? Mm-hmm. Like it is sold out. <laughs> and And sold out of fans that are yelling and screaming every word to every song. Mm. But in the audio mixing the audience themselves, except for a couple of, like, carefully planned moments, I guess, Mm. are all but mixed out. Hmm. Right? You cannot hear the fact that there's 30,000 screaming fans who know all the words in that stadium. You Hmm. mostly just hear her. Hmm. And you hear her very clear. Like, again, the, the audio mixing on her is phenomenal. But it just seemed weird that they were that the rest of the crowd was mixed out hmm. to the extent that they were right i thought that was strange um and then also just like from a you know it's a, it's a cool premise this this show this tour right the fact that she is you know, it's every era of of albums that she's ever done, and she's going mm-hmm. through the costume changes and the song changes. She has a different colored microphone for each. Like it's it's really, it's really meant to feel like it's transporting you through time each mm. time she comes back out on stage. Right. Um, but it does kind of feel a little bit like. You know when you know when you see whether it's like a performance at the Oscars or a performance at like the Much Music Video Awards back in the day or whatever it was. And it's right. like a big, you know, the big screens in behind and part of the stage moves and th- this part of the stage lights up and it's like it's this whole big, like more... More thought and effort and production at those performances of like one song maybe. More thought and effort is put into the way that it looks rather than the music itself. Hmm right just in in that like it no longer becomes about the song that's being sung not that they're putting any less effort into singing it well but but it's no longer about the music it's no longer about the song it's just kind of about look at this well-oiled machine look at this crazy production mhm it kind of felt like that for a lot of mm-hmm. it like it kind of felt like she didn't tr- there wasn't a big effort to create intimacy with her crowd Right to to kind of create that connection Small with them,
1: town hall feel, or
0: yeah, you yeah. know, and 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 I've been to massive shows where they still managed to do that, and and mm-hmm. that was something that I thought was just a little lacking. And I'm going to get crucified for my statements here. I understand. I understand that, um, but that was just you know that was me. That was me watching it, going like, oh, th- some of this feels a little weird. Um, but also hats off because it looks great and it sounds great i think ultimately i just would have liked to hear a little bit more of the crowd Hmm. right because that makes it feel big and special and and whatever and it just wasn't there
1: yeah i it's, it's actually a coincidence we both watched the same thing this week oh you watched it too I watched the Buffalo Bills at the Kansas City Chiefs and Taylor Swift was there. So essentially we oh, watched the same thing. So
0: essentially, I was going to say, you watch the Eras concert and you're not going to like, you left that out of your, <laughs> yeah. what is happening.
1: So yeah, so yeah, that's what I watched. Nice. nice. That's what I watched. Wrap it up, sir. Well, thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate it, whether you're a repeat customer uh, like Daphne. We we gave a shout-out earlier, but it would would be uh, not okay if we've missed our shout-out to Daphne, whether you're a repeat customer like Daphne or any other great Patreon supporters, or if you're new to the show because you were coming across and saying, I want a Mario podcast, and you came across and you found us. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening. Like, follow, subscribe everywhere you've you, you you can do so and the links are below. If you've done it already, create some burner accounts and like, follow, subscribe with them. Uh, check out our Patreon page, our <laughs> merchandise page. It's ways for you to support the show for us to give you some uh, back scratching back your way. And until uh, we return, whether it be with movie news, with our Christmas vote, with upcoming episodes, stay tuned. And um, it's a Peter. <laughs> i'm not even i'm not even gonna try to follow that up with anything yeah, i don't know i don't know how you do i don't know